Welcome to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Voices in Recovery is produced by Freedom's Path Recovery Society, a registered Canadian charity. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider a donation at www.freedomspathrecoverysociety.ca. All donations go directly to assisting Freedom's Path in providing services free of charge and helps us keep the podcast going. We are grateful for any and all donations. This podcast discusses difficult topics such as childhood abuse, drug and alcohol use, sexuality, sexualized trauma, and more. If you are under the age of 18, please speak with your legal guardian prior to listening. The opinions expressed during the podcast are those of the individual and not those of Voices in Recovery or Freedom's Path Recovery Society. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chinookie. We acknowledge the Satina, who are Dene, and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island, and those who are visiting. We are all treaty people. Okay, now that we started on this really sour note, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was so funny. Welcome I to the 200th edition. That's right. <laughs> well, that's what this is all about. This yeah. is all about, like, we just had our 200th episode, um, so this is like 202. Okay, okay. So this is 202 or 203, and wow. we're just celebrating, like, four years of podcasts, and of course, I wanted to have you guys on because you're some of my favorite humans, So, and you guys agreed to come back again. <laughs> I don't I know why, it. but they did. Um <clears throat> probably how come you're my favorite humans is because no matter how like ludicrous I am they're like yeah whatever we'll be there <laughs> but so what I do you want to talk about now what, what, what's because I, I know you said you didn't have anything to talk about I didn't <laughs> what did we talk about last time all four of us were together didn't we talk about movies I think we talked about a little bit about movies and and then Dom got me started on the Catholic Church. Oh, that's that, right. I knew it was going to yeah. come. Yeah, yeah. Was totally. That, oh, that was before COVID, wasn't it? Or <laughs> that was, was that always during COVID. It was either before COVID or early COVID. It would have been before, I think. Before? We did one before, before and one after, yeah. Did we do one after? We did. We did one in the summer where all four of us are in our chairs for the pictures. Right, yeah, yeah. Because we didn't want to be too close. Yeah. Oh, maybe that was the one we did one in... Well, I remember we did one during COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was Yeah, when mm-hmm. the world went tits That up. was the one, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Health authority broke in, separated <laughs> all of right. us, you know, measured the distance. Yeah. Many yeah. probes. Yeah, yeah. They were like, Dave, you can put your pants back on. And I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. He was probing. <laughs> so did you bring anything, Dom, in your backpack to throw at me that I can... Well, I want to hear your thoughts on the uh, Pope and his uh, speech at, uh, ah. you know, and uh, reconciliation <laughs> and... Uh, We'll turn it over to David. Starting on a light. Wow. <laughs> right? Dom goes right into the right? deep end. Like right into the deep say, end. As soon as they say, hey, what'd you bring for us today? He's like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to want to do with yeah, this. Light, but light <laughs> here I was expecting he's got like streamers in his backpack. <laughs> right. and, like yeah, slide totally. whistles and you know, <laughs> firecrackers and yeah. stuff. Hooray, 200. <laughs> nope. Yeah. What no. do you think about reconciliation? He's got, hey, Pope? Dave, what do you think about the Pope? <laughs> like, probably my least favorite figure on planet Earth. Like, what do you think of the Pope? I don't know. No. I, I honestly, Darcy, what do you think about that? <laughs> and there's the buck passed. That's yeah. right. Look, I'm passing the buck so I can get a little bit of a buffer and let my yeah. brain kind of slow down a bit. Well, I thought, I mean, uh, okay, if it helps some people, it's great. It's kind of mm-hmm. like multiple programs to stay sober. It's like, 
if it helps you, that's great. But for a lot of people, it's not. And there's yeah. no action behind it. So yeah. it's like me going over and knocking your bike over and saying sorry. It doesn't change the fact that the bike's laying on its side. And <laughs> well, dude, right? not only... Like, hey. It doesn't make you feel any better. But let's take it so. one step further. You didn't just push the bike over. You pushed the bike yeah. over, went in the house, raped the family inside the house, and then came back out exactly. and said, that so. was in God's name. Well, then I, uh, last week I read, was it the Cardinal or the Archbishop for Canada or an area of Canada was, is looking at multiple sexual charges. That, so that was, so, and that was like a week after, like, like that was last yeah. week. So what is with the Catholic religion? Like what is with I these guys? Know. I don't know, man. <clears throat> there's a whole place. I found out there's a whole place. This is uh, why Dom carries Rideau this in Canal, his backpack, by the way. Totally. <laughs> there's a whole place along the Rideau Canal where they one, housed former, like, high-ranking church members, all of them, with sexual issues. But, you know, but they're, like, in a neighborhood now. <laughs> so, so this always brings up this question for me, you guys. This always brings up the question, okay? So understanding... <laughs> I don't even know how to answer to that. So I was like changing <laughs> topics, but not changing topics. I don't understand. Okay, I get faith. I understand that people have faith and we sure. need faith because it makes, it makes things kind of good, you yeah. know, for lots of people. It makes it strong. Um, how is it possible, though, to miss, to like just take this big portion of the history of this organization out of the equation and just go anyway? I'm having a hard time with this. I know we've, I've had a hard time with this every year for like four years now. <laughs> Pretty so much every time Dom comes by. I think, totally. Really. Yeah, yeah, it seems reasonable. <laughs> I, I, got, I got five or six other landmines. So <laughs> <laughs> I knew the backpack was bigger this time. It seemed bigger. Um, but like, so you guys, none of us are Catholics, I don't think. I was. Were you? Okay, yeah. tell me about I, that. I was, I was raised Catholic. So did your parents, when you were being raised Catholic, did your parents say, hey, this is what we believe about God. Just so you know, though, priests are diddling boys and girls and whoever they can, but it's okay. <laughs> like, did that they tell you that? Up, right? Oh, they never told you. Okay. No, that, okay. I mean, that was never brought up. <laughs> right? But I did the whole thing. Like, I did the, the altar boy mm -hmm. and I did all of that, that stuff and I, I never bought into it, mm. right? I mean, and it's funny because I hear, and I, you know, I mean, I believe that there was probably some dude named Jesus at some point, mm -hmm. right? Was he the son of God, of some guy that was sitting in the clouds and performing miracles? I doubt it. Mm -hmm. Did a fellow named Noah build an ark? Maybe. But a lot of these things just didn't seem plausible. I've like, seen even pictures. As a, even as a young person, yeah. it was like, eh. I don't buy it. Mm. Like, I just don't, right? And, like, if you want to hear, and this is just my opinion, but a really good take on religion in general, just follow or listen to any of Bill Burr's mm. uh, comedy sketches, mm -hmm. right? And, I mean, the best mm. thing he ever said was, you know, he, the way he described the religion was, well, you got to go there every Sunday, and when I get there, you're mad at me, and I owe you money. <laughs> right, and that was that that's Bill Burr's line, right? Yeah, yeah. And I thought, man, that just sums it up perfectly. Yeah. Right, but yeah, I just every fell week right you're out. Mad of it. at me, and I owe you money. Yeah. <laughs> right, I just I just fell right out. It doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. Yeah. Right, but when you guys are talking about this, 
like I, I kind of started thinking, and I haven't heard this type of behavior anywhere other than Canada. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't heard it <coughs> occurring in the states, mm. right? I mean, there's probably a large portion of you Catholic mean, people there. Like mm. this, what happened here in Canada? Oh yeah, it happened down there, but, but it wasn't church sanctioned, was it? It was state sanctioned. Uh, it was still church sanctioned as it? well. Because they had boarding but, schools down there, and that's yeah. the thing. But yeah. you never Industrial hear about schools. it. No, right? I mean, they're just starting Central to America. get to it. Yeah, yeah. Like it so happened everywhere. Like even even Ireland, mm-hmm. it happened there. It actually happened there before, because they kind of practiced there. Wherever they were doing their missionary work. They really did. Work. That's wow. why, like, Ireland, Ireland now, you're starting to see the return of the Celtic language. Mm-hmm. That's like 600 years in the return. Yeah. Wow. So, But they did exactly to them what they did here. And they just, as they colonized across the world, they just got better at it. So yeah. by the time they got here, they did 300 years of practicing slavery and all the things they like to do. Yeah, Because they knew you? how to kill a they culture. They were perfect at it. Yeah, they, they were. They, they were really good at it. Can I ask you guys a question that you just yeah, sparked in my head? Like, what's the doctrine of discovery? That's where the basically the Pope at the time, I think it was in the 1200s or something, declared that anything that they discovered that wasn't uh, already discovered by them Christian. Yeah, and if you weren't Christian, then it was their job to take control of you, basically. And so whatever they discovered, if you weren't Christian, then you weren't people and you weren't a nation. So I'd never heard that before. <clears throat> Maybe I wow. heard it, but I forgot about it. Recently, though, because of the apology, I heard about that, no, that doctrine of discovery. Yep. And so is the Catholic Church still holding out the idea it that has they not discovered been indigenous people? Is that it what It has saying? not been rescinded, yes. Okay. So their attitude is still that if you're not Christian, it's our job to train you. And, and so these are and things so that these are weird. That's it, yeah. But yeah. It, it's also what allowed them to get out of like, oh, well, then it's fine. They're not people. So you're not doing these things to people. Not until they're converted. Right. Is and that kind of where they're exactly. coming from? Exactly. Okay. As soon well, as they baptized or whatever the yeah. hell it is, yeah. Thank God I never did missionary work, man. I would feel so bad. <laughs> like, oh. Just perpetuating that whole idea that people were wrong and needed help. They've been living there for 2,000 years or 5,000 years yeah. and a million years, and that's far out, man. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Wow. But like th- these stories happen all over the world. Like mm-hmm. any indigenous culture throughout the world, same story. Uh, yeah. You know, Ireland, Scotland, like all those countries experience the same thing. Well, even the Nordic countries, they've they yeah. forced all their indigenous people north to work Yeah, like the, the Sami people that yeah. are in those Scandinavian countries are just getting recognition yeah. that they're indigenous and that they have a right to be there. Even though they've been there following the reindeer for yeah. thousands of years. Yeah. It's wow. crazy. Yeah. And we don't so. learn about that stuff, though, hey? Like, well, you know, and the thing is, I, I just find it, I don't know, odd, I guess, that it's not as highly publicized. Mm-hmm. It is not, no. Right? As it is here. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe it is in the States. Maybe they're doing this. But I would think that the Pope's visit here... Mm-hmm. That's international news, man. That's that's global, mm-hmm. right? You don't hear him going to Ireland, yeah, and all these places going. <clears throat> Absolutely. Hey, listen, you guys, about mm-hmm. all that shit. Sorry, ah, yeah, our bad, mm-hmm. right? I mean, who would you like to be the Pope? That dude volunteered for that job. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine applying for that? Not a fucking yeah. chance. Fuck that. 
Yeah. Hey, you want to be the Pope? <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah, no. How many apologies have I got to do this year? <laughs> yeah. Line them up. Yeah, seriously. How, high man, can how much you count? money do we owe? Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's it's a question, hey. Like, do you guys think that church is just going to eventually just kind of fade out? And I'm asking you guys because you're more level-headed about it than I am. That's I can't see it ever fading out. I think people will always need a faith. place to gather. Yeah. And spirituality and faith is a common denominator. Do you and think it'll think, change the way it looks? I don't think the existing religions will change, no. No? Okay. I, I, don't, I, I agree don't hold with you. out hope for that. I agree with you. I don't think they will. They're either. too entrenched. They've got their power. It's going to take something monumental. Like, I firmly believe that anybody that took part in the residential schools should be non, it should be taxed. Mm. You should be taxed until, and it, that would kill them, but that's too risque. I have a question. Yeah. Something more monumental than murdering thousands of children, you mean? Well. Or something more monumental has to happen? Yeah, like it would, well, by monumental this is, I mean. This is the interesting question though yeah. about religion, right? Like, it doesn't matter that this religion, this faith, like is responsible for millions of deaths across this globe. No. People still believe, right? And that tells me there's something to it, right? Like it's obviously not just a trick or something. But I also like think that. people want to you know? believe that it, that can't happen that much. Like yeah. it just it makes the news, but it can't be that bad. And is I it, think a lot of people just don't want to believe. Is that, that what that's it is? Bad. It's the size of an elephant, so you can't swallow it, I, so you just move on, kind I, of thing. I'm I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm uh -oh. speculating. I, I think people need religion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The masses need mm -hmm. organized religion. Yeah. And I think it's just that belief that it will save their souls. Mm. Right? I mean, this whole concept of heaven and hell. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you do enough good deeds, you're going to go to heaven. And, you know, you start fucking around and you're going down there. Yeah, don't be like those Come people on. over there. Give me a break. Yeah. Right? Because they're going to hell. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Right? I haven't talked to one person that's actually been to the other side and come back and went, holy shit, this stuff is real. Mm -hmm. You guys better smarten up. Yeah. Right? Nobody knows. Yeah. It's all conjecture. It's I, the I, unseen I, world, right? I, eh. What do you think, Dom? You're all quiet. Like quiet over uh, there. We're just yeah, throwing well, a grenade you know, in the room. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, I that's mean, what he did. He <laughs> tossed a grenade and he stood back yeah. and went, Whoa, <laughs> Dom oh, out. Hiding behind Gosh, the wall. Gosh, well, I know where the three of yous are going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd, I'd, rather go there, I'd rather go there honestly than somewhere yeah. else dishonestly. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I think for a lot of people it, it does good, right? Like there is a lot of good mm. that comes from that and a lot of, you know, good things can flow from, you know, mm. uh, and... So not to kind of, you know, to say that nothing good can come of it. I'm, well, I um, couldn't say that either, yeah. Yeah, I think, but does it more, co more so come down to humans' desire to want to be right or to try to convince others about your viewpoint and say, like, this is what we believe, you will believe it too. Mm -hmm. And how many examples do we see in, in modern-day practice where people are just like, I can't believe you're so stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the way that it is. I'm going to convince you. Mm -hmm. uh, this is, you know, like, this is uh, a, yeah. di a different way of looking at it. So, you know, um, and conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's my second uh, hand grenade or, you know, COVID or you name it, right? Look how many people, like, were so entrenched in their belief. Try to change their mind mm -hmm. in terms of what that is on either yeah. side of the equation, right? So is, it, is there something about human behavior, about human beliefs or just the way our mind operates that we just have to be like, 
this is how it is, mm -hmm. I'm right, you're wrong, and I'm going to try to convince you. And, just, and that, that makes sense, like in a bigger scale with like religions, right? Because mm -hmm. it, it, there's safety there. Like mm -hmm. there's, or at least there's the illusion of safety, right? Like this gives me a feeling like I can be okay, right? And if you really don't feel okay and you've had everything taken from you, because honestly, I, I think about it in terms of countries where the people have obviously been oppressed by religion, but still they're devoutly religious, right? Like it, it, it goes into the core of that, right? Like there's something to that belief that gives us safety to where we can actually live amongst other humans, I guess, which is weird because then it creates like all kinds of problems with our humans, one religion to another. Does that make any sense? Yeah, well, it does. It does. And, but I think people, like, I, I think when you look at like what does religion appeal to, it appeals to people that need something. Mm -hmm. So maybe economically I'm destitute and mm -hmm. I need to believe that at some point in my life it's not going to be this shitty all the time. Mm -hmm. Right? So then heaven seems like, well, that's a great fucking thing to try to be at because mm -hmm. it's better than this shithole. And so I think a lot of people, it just triggers that. It's like, sadly, I think it's like a gang mentality where it's mm -hmm. like, I have nothing else and these, this seems really good mm -hmm. and they welcome me. So yeah. why wouldn't I like that? Right? And well, it becomes more to you because it is spiritual based. Well, you've right? added in the other element of reward now, too, of that promise of yeah. reward, right? Because that's a powerful element, I bet, mm -hmm. right? Like that promise of how, how many virgins is it? <laughs> I don't well, I'm like on, being serious. Like it's yeah. a few virgins, right? Like 70, I think. Yeah. So that's a powerful, that would yeah. be a powerful anchor to someone like myself when I was younger who really wanted <laughs> to be with lots of people, lots of women and men. I mean, you tell me I'm going to get 70 virgins, I might be like, dude, I'm signing up. That's only for the dudes. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's imagine not for everybody. Being, imagine being a woman. Yeah. Going to heaven and getting 70 fucking virgins who all blast off in two seconds. I have no idea what they're doing. I didn't doing. even think of that, dude. That's right. Because that be if like, you, That would be like hell. Well, yeah. For women. Dude. I, I never, but I don't even think they think about women in terms of that, do no. they? I don't know no. much about the Quran, but I don't, I, know. I don't know what position women have in that. Leave your know. comments on podcasts like down below. Like we don't watch. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't okay. pay attention. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. that's. We <laughs> get some every once in a while, and I'm Man, like, we, that's we've, shocking. We've, <laughs> we've strayed from religion into like some pretty sketchy territory here, <laughs> dude. I think some of the sketchiest territory that we talk about is religion. Like, literally, because I, I think that religion's a little bit sketchy. Like, not the belief structure. That's not it. What's sketchy is how it's, like, utilized. That's I think it's the organizational right? part of it. The organizational part you know, is sketchy, much like, like any large organization. Yeah, I mean, right? if you just believe of, into whatever, and you're at your home, and you yeah. and your family believe that, it doesn't matter to yeah. anybody else. Totally. Right? Yeah. But, yeah, I just think but if you're once a part it of the Illuminati, organized, and now it's a corporate structure and mm. there's power involved and lots of money then it, it just it's and it's no run different. by the illuminati yeah. and the lizard yeah. people and, and the earth is flat and <laughs> yeah oh yeah exactly. <laughs> and it's long we're like a frisbee going around the universe <laughs> oh yeah the flat earthers didn't we step on their toes yeah, last time yeah, too yeah. oh yeah yeah oh yeah we can't ignore the flat <laughs> earthers man they're like that's like low-hanging fruit. That's like how I make a living. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Probably super smart. I wonder smart if humans. earthquakes is just a little wobble in the 
as you're flying through. Earthquakes. They don't believe in earthquakes, man. <laughs> There's no core. Little space dust wobble while we go through the sky. <laughs> There's no unsettled plates. But so, realistically, though, do you think, on conspiracy theories, do you think COVID actually pushed people towards them? Because now you're at home, 100%. you're on social media, 100%. you have nowhere to go, you have no like way to balance that input, and it is so prolific on the internet. Well, mm -hmm. think about, just, I mean, if you want to boil the conspiracy theory of COVID down, for me, think about who stands to gain the most. And that's where you should start looking, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Who stood to gain the most out of that? Well, the Pope. Let's see. <laughs> the Pope? <laughs> I swear to God, we're going to mute your mic. I'll throw my head right Disconnect away. his buzzer. <laughs> Dude, turn him off. <laughs> Who stood to make the most money? Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Guess yep. what? Everything's closed down. Mm -hmm. You can't go to the store. You can't get your toilet paper and, mm -hmm. and store it to the ceiling anymore. Mm -hmm. Guess who's going to ship it to your house? I'm Jeff gonna... Bezos will send mm -hmm. it. Can't go to the office anymore. Can't do any business. Well, Bill Gates here, gotcha. here's Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. We've got Microsoft Teams. Everybody jump onto Microsoft Teams. Mm -hmm. We're going to revolutionize mm -hmm. the way business is conducted. Mm -hmm. So all you have to do is roll out of bed and hit the keyboard and you're in the meeting while you're ordering well, your toilet paper at the same time. And you preferably, you've stopped masturbating. Preferably. <laughs> Although some people didn't through COVID. Exactly. No. That's why I'm like, dude, at what point in time do you whip out Johnny? Sorry. Your little Johnson. <laughs> what point in time do you whip out your Johnson and be like, this is a good time for this. There's 90 employees on this. Or just be call. like, you know, that was a good meeting. I'm feeling really inspired now. I'm gonna get me some lotion and start some fapping tissues. Like, right? so work meeting going, yeah, that was that good. Like, oh my god! I don't know. I mean, unless you got a phenomenal raise, maybe I don't know. Well, I, <laughs> I just mean, can't imagine some being of these that conspiracy, excited by work. conspiracy theorist people. Yeah, mm. it's interesting because I always thought they were bananas, mm. right? I always thought hey, you people are all nuts. I'm like, not, I still think there's a little bit of bananas going on there. But if yeah. you know, and the funny thing is, is I kind of started drinking the Kool-Aid. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's not as far-fetched well, as we once thought. When I was with my, the one who shall not be named, ex. <laughs> um, Fair enough. She was heavily, heavily into conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. And then we would get high and watch Zeitgeist on YouTube and mm -hmm. all this stuff. And it was like, some of this stuff actually makes sense. Mm -hmm. now, I don't know if it was because we were high when we were watching it. But, like, you talked about the awesome. Illuminati and all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff, right? Like, some of that stuff actually makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, and they're well, talking and about the Federal Reserve, and yeah. it's like, holy shit, I thought this is crazy talk. Mm -hmm. But now you people are actually making it sound totally rational. Mm -hmm. Like, and, this is actually happening. And in fairness, like, the higher a person is, the more believable it becomes. Because you're listening to someone who's high. <laughs> and, yeah. and insane. Tell this, like... I'm saying insane with like very loosely. I'm not using like a definition of insanity, but they sound insane, right? Oh yeah, lots of them do. Yeah, but it, at, at a certain point in time when there's a crisis, all of a sudden it doesn't sound so insane, right? But I think there's a, a point of that too. I mean, there is an underlying truth. I mean, the mm -hmm. Roth, you know, the Rothschilds out there and all these big, massively wealthy people—they don't own everything for no reason. 
Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's, so they can, why does like, what is it? Three companies own all of the media? Mm -hmm. Well, so they can control the narrative and make the money they want to make. Mm -hmm. So like there, I think that's why it's so, it, it can be easy to believe conspiracy mm -hmm. theories because there is some logic to it. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know if there's lizard people and things yeah, like but that. I think some of them are so far out there. But yeah. I mean, it, some of them, when you, when you look at when they tried to debunk a lot of these, like the whole 9-11 conspiracy theory, right? Mm -hmm. Where they actually had NASA scientists try and recreate how that happened. And they mm -hmm. went, this didn't happen. Which yeah. was that? 9-11. Mm. Where they were talking about, oh, the jet fuel got hot and melted all these steel girt. They had NASA scientists who were no longer employed by NASA, mm. but still accredited, mm. well-respected scientists trying to recreate the same scenario, mm -hmm. I mean, not with 9-11, but with the same ingredients. Obviously they said, in a test facility. This never happened the way they said it did. Mm -hmm. And they said, what, the only way that you could have done that is with, I think it was thermite. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they yeah. said, that's the only thing that burns hot enough to melt steel that fast. That kind of steel. That yes. kind of steel. Mm -hmm. And because they showed it. Mm -hmm. And right, and then all of a sudden you start going, really? Is that what? right? And then they mm -hmm. showed the footage of, well, you see that there, that spark, that's thermite being set off, and you mm -hmm. kind of go, holy shit! Yeah, nine eleven's a farce. Well, right? and, and you start and jumping they, in, going, wow, heck yeah, I'm not. And if they put it together nicely, nice little package, and you're lit, you're watching it or whatever, and you don't know any different, mm -hmm. like it seems. Well, you add into that some elements to that, like the the mafia did all the trucking of the steel out of there, mm -hmm. like a lot of the steel was gone and never in, like analyzed. It was already back getting smelt, like melted down mm -hmm. and repurposed. Well, why was it so quick? Like, why was it like literally just trucking out of there, getting melted? So it's things like that that just add to these. Like then people mm -hmm. start going, why is that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like I always said it, like if you, if you lie to somebody once, even if it's just the most innocent lie, well then it seems like, well, what else are you lying about? Mm -hmm. You know, so then it just becomes a bigger and bigger thing. Yeah, and then of course it gets to the point where, sorry, Dom, did you have something you wanted to say? Because you started no, this I'm whole about shit show. <laughs> so. yeah. No, I'm about to launch the next hand grenade. Oh. So uh, as we move into Area 51, and uh, you know where we go. I love Area 51. <laughs> the Tic Tac. <laughs> I, the trouble is though, if it goes too much, if it goes too far to lizard people, then reasonable people aren't listening. Like yeah. I'm sorry, as soon as you yeah. take it to that level, I'm out. I'm like, okay, now it doesn't even sound true at all. Yeah. But at, it might have at a point, right, until it goes to Illuminati, lizard people, blah, 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 right? Then all of a sudden, yeah, I'm like, well, okay, then, then you're Yeah, well, then bullshit. you go, bah, I'm out. Uh, that, Except the, that bottom part might be To the flat earth people, where yeah. you got to go, you guys are all nuts, right? Mm. But for average, reasonable fellas like us, who have an average reasonable education and operate under common sense for the most part... You guys more so than me. You see, well, <laughs> and that's the thing, right? I mean, you see some of these things, mm -hmm. and... You kind of go, I can't argue with that. Mm -hmm. Like, that actually makes sense, mm -hmm. right? Because when you look at, they back it up and they say, well, why did they do it? Mm -hmm. Who were they blaming for this? Mm -hmm. Why do they want to go into mm -hmm. war? Mm -hmm. Well, because war is big business. Like, mm -hmm. trillions and trillions of dollars, mm -hmm. right? What's the easiest way to start a war with somebody? Like, instead of going up and flicking them in the side of the head, mm -hmm. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Yeah, but you didn't need that much for Blame you. somebody. Yeah. Well, look what they did. The war on terror. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every American, get your gun. 
we're going to go and kick some Arab ass. Well, and see, and that's the narrative. So then right? everybody thinks that's the right thing to do. Because, I mean, this thing happened, and like this terrible thing, 9-11, it happened. But would we... I just don't see the same reaction for everything that happens on the planet, right? Like, yeah, no. the, the reaction of that was, obviously, I think, fitting. It was it, happening in the U.S. was, it's like almost unthinkable that it would happen there. Mm -hmm. But why? Why is it unthinkable? Why is it shocking? I mean, we're not, are we shocked? This is another thing I wanted to talk about, but I almost forgot, was like, I'll throw this grenade at Dom. Are we shocked when there's a mass shooting? Do we get shocked anymore? Ooh, what question. is a mass shooting? Like a uh, mass shooting nowadays is, well, no, like 20 people, that doesn't count as a mass killing. <coughs> really? So, well, yeah. <laughs> is there a baseline now? Wait well, a apparently. second, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got to skew the statistics somehow. Wait a second, back there's up the truck. Many, there's just too many to pick from, so we can only report on ones that are over 20 anymore. Well, well that makes sense, though, because it's true. There's too many. <laughs> there is too many. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, like one of the, one of the, uh, and that's actually a good one because I did listen to this interesting uh, report about the guy who was claiming that Sandy Hook was a complete fictitious event, right? Mm -hmm. And when you take kind of like, when you can put together, string together a bunch of facts and narratives, um, I think, you know, for people who, who are compelling and gregarious and can string together facts, they can come across as pretty, like, damn, like, mm -hmm. wow, you listen to these people and you're like, oh my gosh, like, maybe that didn't happen. And then you kind of buy into that. And then you mm -hmm. see the implications of what that does to victims and families and, and people who had to go yeah. through that. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, to, to read that families of the victims of Sandy Hook are getting death threats. Like, mm -hmm. actually, people are like, yeah, like, you're an yeah. actor. Like, you're yeah. just portraying this myth. Like, I'm going to come get you. I'm going to come kill you. Like, people right? actually believe that, right? People did believe that, right? Because, you know, the power of one individual mm -hmm. uh, with a compelling narrative drummed up all of these people to say, mm -hmm. yeah, that didn't happen either. <laughs> and yeah. now all of a sudden you got like, what the hell is going on, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think, you know, it's, uh, it, it's dangerous. But I did have to chuckle at a comedian the other day because uh, he presented, you know, whenever you can have statistics, statistics always provides that compelling narrative. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his, his compelling narrative was, well, we look at statistics, like, based on the population in China, that's about one-fifth of the planet. So if you're a family of four, I got some news for you. If you have a fifth child, they're going to be Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's compelling. Yeah. Like, that's, that's statistically compelling. And wow. Well, with somebody, like stuff. you said, with a charismatic appeal yeah. to certain people, they'd go, oh, that makes sense, and yep. just follow it. Dude, I had no idea that China was one-fifth of the population. I think so. Don't quote me on that because I don't want to represent anything that I say in this podcast <laughs> as my legal disclaimer, as being <laughs> completely truthful or fact-based at all. So Ditto. We don't... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what he said. What he said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me too. Hey, we just... We don't like to let the facts get in the way of a good story. And mm -hmm. besides, mm -hmm. I don't know about you guys, but when I come in to talk about this stuff, I don't assume I know anything. Like, I, I assume I'm super ignorant. Because yeah. these, first of all, there's way too much to know for me to know it. Like, I'm not smart yeah. enough. Yeah, any facts represented on this broadcast are related to David, David. Luriette, you know, like... Yeah. 100%, exactly. That after That's that. right. So they don't you can bring back. it all back to me, and, and you can assign it to, yes, <laughs> david at davidlurie.com. Uh, w, you are wrong. Yes, I am, yeah. most of the time. You're Backslash, you suck. Yeah. You're gonna your your lousy operation sucks. I quit. Like how, how are you gonna have to like back up and do like a 
10 minutes of like, you know, the following things don't apply in this podcast. <laughs> you know, anybody like real fictitious. We still have, have a pretty good disclaimer, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. We just get through it's it like, don't take anything we say seriously. Just. Yeah. Well, you know, that, and sorry, just to get back to this mass shooting mm-hmm. topic. I mean, and maybe you know. Uh-oh. But Australia, I believe, after a mass shooting event like that, mm-hmm. banned assault rifles outright. Mm-hmm. Done. You yeah. can't have them. Mm-hmm. And since then, they haven't had a single mass shooting event in Australia. Mm-hmm. Right? And, I mean, if you guys are out there listening and you want to Google it up, go ahead and Google it up. Yeah, because I, I think you're right. I mean, but if Wait. you look at the culture of the United States, mm-hmm. and I'm not bashing people in the states whatever you do what you you do you right you but son of a gun why dude. the fuck do you need a us americans rifle? are sensitive man what us americans are sensitive well you're, yeah you're all a bunch of delicate fucking flowers with your <laughs> yeah. assault rifles and <laughs> that's well, right hold on i want the extra capacity magazine with the silencer as well exactly. especially when i'm hunting because, whitetail. yeah exactly like, come right on. what if i gotta keep them i gotta keep the squirrels you. out of my yard <laughs> so i need an ar-15 with a bump stop extra capacity magazine Fuck off with that shit. Those things are for one thing only, and that's for killing other people, mm-hmm. right? I get your Second Amendment right, and an armed society is a polite society, blah, blah, blah. How many, how many of your kids do you want to have killed? Mm-hmm. Because you're not willing to give up that Second Amendment right. And I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody from the States listens to this, I but I imagine so, yeah. there's probably somebody down there right now that's jumping up and down, yeah. getting out his AR-15, going, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. <laughs> Or just and calling uh, us communists. And seriously, yeah. Ken, exactly. Ken, if you're down there getting into your gun safe, stop <laughs> now. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Hey, I'm not saying... We're squishy Canadians, man. We don't like all these guns. Yeah, okay, but It, does, it makes this, no sense. Is Canada going to jump on board then? Do we need handguns? Are we going to get rid of those? Like, should we ban those? Mm-hmm. No, well, think, that's the know, thing. Like, is how many mass shooting events have happened with a handgun? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I both know that... It's an ineffective weapon to conduct a mass yeah, shooting. Yeah, like beyond 20 feet or something. Exactly. Or 30 feet right, or something. Your, like your range of accuracy with a handgun mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. next to nothing. <clears throat> yeah. right? when you've I, got, I, yeah. so, but let's look at it from the U.S., just the U.S. for a second. Because and, and, it kind of like, it's hitting me like, kind of like the Catholic Church kind of thing. It's like, okay, we got this amendment. This amendment is to protect us. It's for the betterment of our country, supposedly, allegedly. But... Because of this amendment, kids are dying at a massive rate every year, like in ways they shouldn't be, right? So wouldn't it's not enough, obviously, because it's happened however many times a year. So is I think it must be just a human thing where we're just like, you know what, I believe in this thing, so no matter what happens, I believe in it. So I believe in the Second Amendment, therefore, no matter how many kids are murdered at, at the expense of other kids or other people with guns, mm-hmm. like, is that enough to change the amendment? Yeah, but I think, you know, relies on the fallacy that we don't sell guns to crazy people, mm-hmm. right? We only sell guns to, like, normal, everyday people who wouldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yet, have you ever experienced somebody in crisis? Somebody who's actually normal one day, and then in crisis the very next day, mm-hmm. who goes yep. from, like, you know, like, some sort of event, right? Were they perfectly sane at one point when you sold them the gun? And Probably. should they experience some sort of like either psychotic break or some sort of like trauma <coughs> or some sort of like you trigger know. of some sort? Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden they're Lack not okay. Word. 
-hmm. Because I think, you know, that's the thing that, uh, you know, we, we delude ourselves with the belief that, okay, well, I'm a normal, sane person. I would never do anything with those guns, right? But is there someone in your life or is there someone in your family who's experienced like some sort of like, mm -hmm. you know, snap of reality? Or is there something... Gets? Is there something that could happen to you that might make you behave oh, differently, right, than you've ever yeah. behaved before? Because I know for me, for sure. Yeah, like they're out of chicken nuggets, and I got to go back and I got to fix them. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I With think 15 rounds to the chest. <laughs> yeah. From an AR-15. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a complaint about my chicken Maybe nuggets. Stop serving breakfast at 11. <laughs> Did you guys ever see that movie, Falling Down? Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, That's yeah. just, I think about that movie probably yeah. every three days now. Yeah. Because you'll read something in the news, you're like, that happened in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just starting to happen, man. But that I feel movie like was that, ahead of its time. Oh, well, I feel yeah. like we yeah. are in a powder keg, and I feel like a lot of people live their lives like that. Like, mm -hmm. one more thing, that's all it's going to take. Yeah. You yeah. know? And for some people, that's all it takes. Yeah. And like, that's, that's to go to Dom's point, right? Is yeah. That, like yesterday, last week, could have been perfectly fine. You went in to get your gun because you're going to go shooting with your dad. In the last 10 days, maybe you lose your dad, right? Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden, you're fucked. And you've got all this grief. You've got all this pain. And now you've got an AR-15. Yeah. yeah. I think because the thought is, is that, well, we don't sell guns to crazy people. Yep. And we do sufficient background checks. So that should be enough. Therefore, mm -hmm. like, problem doesn't exist. Yeah, until that normal, rational, sane person has his gun safe lifted out of his house and transported to some acreage somewhere and a bunch of scumbags cut it open. And now all of a sudden, yeehaw, now yeah. they're good to go, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, where do you win? I, but the, the thing that struck me the most about, like when you're talking about mass shootings and I don't know why it transitioned from the postal service Remember when the post office used to be yeah, the yeah. big butt of the joke, yeah, right? Yeah, that used to be the joke, man. Yeah, it was just that one joke. guy go postal. Back one Yeah, day. going postal, right? There you go. I mean, how did that transition to going into a school and shooting mm -hmm. up a bunch of kids? I don't understand where that jumped off so dramatically. Mm -hmm. And then to say, well, I think the solution to this is to give all the teachers guns. Mm -hmm. What the fuck are mm -hmm. you talking about? More guns. Teachers guns. don't get paid enough nearly enough to teach kids. Mm -hmm. Now you want them to carry a gun in class? Mm -hmm. I mean, Dom and I can both tell you how many hours does it take to get proficient with the use of a handgun? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you, we, yeah. Months, years. Right. Yeah, exactly, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to continue that training Regular all the practice, time because yeah. it's a perishable skill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you want somebody who is trying to provide your children the best possible mm -hmm. quality education and who is completely unprepared mm -hmm. to deal with any sort of a crisis situation because that is not even on their radar, mm -hmm. right? When they go to school, they think, mm -hmm. well, I got to teach math and science and then I'm going to have recess. And it's not, I have to do drills. I have to do building clearing and I have to do uh, preparation for an active shooter mm -hmm. and I have to dedicate six or eight hours of my day to practicing my draw and my, my reloads. And mm -hmm. it, you're going to give these teachers handguns, or theoretically give mm -hmm. these teachers handguns, and expect that they're going to become proficient with it, when realistically that mm -hmm. is another situation where some teacher is going to assume, or in their mind, say, this is a crisis situation and pull mm -hmm. out the gun and shoot 
Billy's dad, who came early to pick mm -hmm. him up to go to the dentist, because mm -hmm. she doesn't know, right? I, the logic of that is astonishing to me, mm -hmm. that that seems like a reasonable solution? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. What kind of a society is that? I know. I think I think it's, I don't know, man. You guys are talking. I'm thinking about this, like, maybe it's a matter of, of well, I think part of it is definitely a matter of poor understanding of mental health. Because to understand that you might be sane when you bought the gun, but you might not be tomorrow, that means we have to go further in our education. Ooh, good right? transition. It means we That's have, a good segue. Right? It means we have to somehow understand mental health better. To understand that some people... Yeah, you might be sane on Monday, but what about next Monday? What happens between Monday to Monday? And now we've, like over the last couple of years, I got goosebumps now. Because of being locked down, being having supports taken away, having all these things, obviously people are fucking snapping, right? And I, I don't know, I think some of that has got to be due to our lack of understanding in general of mental health. Because like most people think that everyone is fine until they're not fine, right? But there's signs that say, maybe I won't be fine, right? Now, when you go into a gun store, I can guarantee that person behind the counter is not going, what's going on in your life today? What's going on in your life tomorrow? How are things? Have you lost anyone recently? Like, I'm guaranteeing they're not asking those questions when you're going in there to fill out your background check, right? Asking you if, hey, like, you seem a little down. Like, do you think a gun shop owner is going to be like, you seem a little down. Are you sure you want to buy this AR-15? Are you sure? No, right? Like, it's money. It's money in their pocket. I don't know, man. I just think the last couple of years have shown me that we, we've got a lot of work to do in terms of understanding and helping. Right? I, I think like, it goes be, like, mental health is one thing, but I think it's, you have to start looking at what your society is creating. And it's like, it's creating these everybody's mental health working... Issues jobs that they can't live off of mm -hmm. wages. So now you gotta work two, three jobs. Then if you're, you're stuck in a situation where you're stuck working three jobs that aren't paying very well, but you're barely making it, feeding you know two kids or whatever, like your life is just constant, nothing but just reminder of how shitty your life is. Mm -hmm. And there's just pressure, and then there's property tax, and oh, now they're increasing this tax, so now I gotta pay more for this, now mm -hmm. gas pumps, and now this, and. So at what point do people not snap? You know, meanwhile, mm -hmm. the Jeff Bezos are living in a third tink mansion <laughs> that they bought for $400 million. Like, there, there's that inequity of what our societies are building. Mm -hmm. And I think, honestly, to a lot of, it's very reasonable to say people will just snap. But if because you, you get yeah. to that breaking point. And I 100% agree. But if you go around and ask those people, so when you snap, what are you supposed to do? Because it's almost yeah. as if we've taught people what you're supposed to do mm -hmm. when you yes. report on it and when you yeah. have all of these different narratives to kind of support it, whether it's like in media or in movies <coughs> or just yeah. by TV. But yeah, I mean, it's the thing. Like when you absolutely lose your shit, do we tell people these are the skill sets or these are the things that we're supposed to do? No. Like, does anybody be like, oh, I got to take responsibility for my life and I got to, you know, mm -hmm. like address some things or be able to do that? Like that's the responsible thing to do. Mm -hmm. But of course now, like when you snap and lose your shit, now we've told you, like, okay, well, you got to take out as many people as you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And well, I mean... <coughs> you actually feel I, better after that, though? <laughs> I think that's a good point, though, because yeah. we teach boys get taught, don't cry, don't talk about mm -hmm. emotions, don't reach out, don't ask for help. 
So then it's like you grow up going, well, I can't ask for help. Mm -hmm. So now I just got to push it all down there. And I'm, I mean, I'm not a woman, so I don't know what they're taught, but it's probably mm -hmm. not positively dealing with your emotions. Yeah. And so we don't teach anybody skills on how to deal with stress. <laughs> yeah. Like where in high school did you take stress management courses? In the smoke of pit. Of what life is going to be like. In the when smoke pit. Yeah, like when you have alley. a mortgage and two kids and yeah. another payment comes up that you, the car broke down. Now you got to spend three mm -hmm. grand you don't have. Well, you know what? Like I, 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 think there, I, I think, and I can say this because I've observed it, they're changing the narrative now. Yeah. They're changing the narrative where they're, they're trying to instill that in young kids that it's okay to not be okay, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And, yep. you know, we don't tolerate bullying. You know, they're, yeah. they're trying to be very inclusive and accepting. Absolutely. And, you know, so kids are taught younger now. And I think maybe that's just, you know, the mistakes of the father, right? Because, I mean, mm -hmm. guys of our generation are vintage. Fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> I like that, vintage. Yeah, man, we're vintage. I, mean, I want to start using that. <laughs> totally. We? I, like I, I guess I can't say uh, the, uh, the royal we, the editorial we. <laughs> I mean, myself, I wasn't taught that it was okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. It was, I don't give a fuck about your problem. Mm -hmm. Get back to work. Just shut up. Do deal with it. Yeah. Like, Some dirt on it. Exactly. Rub mm -hmm. dirt on that. Walk it off. Get yeah. back in there and stop your fucking whining. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was the way I was brought up, right? And I mean, but then there's that, you know, we, we went a little bit way to this side where it was like, okay, everybody gets a ribbon. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody's a winner. We can't exclude anybody. And I think we're floating everybody's, back. Everybody's good. Mm -hmm. Like, you're all winners, you know. Well, that's not life either, right? Yeah, there's winners and there's losers. I mean, yeah. you're not always going to get... Everybody gets the same medal for participation. It's totally okay to lose. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think we, one of the things we've taught people is it's not okay to lose, but it's perfectly okay. Like, what's wrong with losing? It, it's, it, let's you teach learn. people how yeah. to lose. How yeah. to lose with dignity. Exactly. And how to accept loss. And how to look at it rather than looking at it like, I must suck. So yeah. I'm terrible because I lost. I wish somebody Rather would have than taught that, me be how like, to no, lose. They were just better than you today or they got mm. whatever. So you had an off day. Like, like let's reframe that instead. Mm. And I think well, that's what, like you said, I, I see that in a lot of the youth now. Mm. Um, even teenagers, like my daughter's age, is, they have a lot of different, a lot different outlook on things. Yeah. And they're, they're more, uh, I, don't, I don't know if accepting is the right word, but they're more understanding to differences, right? Mm -hmm. and yeah. That's where it comes down to myself and you and you. Well, not so much you, because you just got a cat. <laughs> on your but, shirt. Uh, yeah. It's on my shirt. <laughs> but for us, as fathers and role models to, to, to teach mm -hmm. our kids, right? To I don't have yeah. daughters. I have two boys. So I don't know what it's like to have daughters, so I, I can't even say, but... It's up to us individually to say, it, whatever happens out there, that's out there. We mm. can't control out there. What we can control is here. Yeah. Okay, so if you're having a shitty day, that is totally all right. Yeah. Right? And if you don't feel comfortable talking to myself or your mother about it, then let us know because there are people you can talk to. Yeah, and it is not a sign of weakness when you go out and sit down and air your beef with a professional. That's not a problem, right? What's yeah. shareable is bearable. So mm -hmm. if we can teach our 
kids and our young generation that it's all right. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. days are going to suck. Yeah. That is just the way it is. And people mm -hmm. are going to fucking kick sand in your ice cream and it's going to suck and you're going to have shitty days. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We will get through it. Yeah. Right? As opposed to, oh, you know what? I don't give a shit about your problems. My old man yeah. did it like that and his old man before him and everything turned out all right. So suck it up. Mm -hmm. Go up to your room. Keep your door shut. Don't say nothing to nobody. Oh, well, there mm -hmm. you go. Yeah, hello. I'd like an AR-15, please. <laughs> well, you walk upstairs, you know, if you go one bedroom over, there's like 30 of them in the, in the closet laying on the floor. So Exactly. Like, exactly, uh, right? Well, so and so ingrained, man, that we don't ask for help. Like, this is so, yeah. this is like so embarrassing, but funny. I told Darcy the story earlier, but unfortunately, you guys are going to get the story for the first time as we're like oh, recording. So it's good. But last week, like, I thought I broke a rod in my back. Like, I, I was at home, Ooh. and this is, this is one of the reasons why I didn't want to tell the story, is because it's fucking ludicrous. Um, I am literally, I have learned to always take a knee when I have to go down to the floor because I can't bend, right? Because I have metal in my back. So I'm going down to plug in this phone charger at home, and the next thing you know, I get like a lightning shot because I bent too much at my, my shoulders. And I got a shot of lightning down my spine. And then I passed out. And so I woke up on my floor. I don't know how long later, probably like maybe like 10, 15 minutes. But I was covered in sweat. And my legs, I couldn't feel my legs. Oh, and I was like, shit. And I was, but I could see them moving like I was watching. Because wow. I mean, that's the first thing I think of when I wake up is I'll cut my legs. I can't, I can't feel them. But I could move them, right? So I was watching it. I'm like, okay, feelings coming back. But this is how bad I am at asking for help. Is I'm laying on the floor, okay? My phone is literally within arm's reach, okay? But I'm laying there like, fuck. I guess I'm just going to die here. And then I'd be like, yeah, but dude, your phone's like really close. I'd be like, ah, oh, I don't want to tell anybody. And I was like, lay this is me on the floor, <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. fine. <laughs> I don't want to tell anybody, oh my God, if I have to call an ambulance, it's going to be such a thing. Like everybody, this is me literally, I can't feel my legs and I'm laying there like, no, I'm good. I'm not going to call for help. I'll, I'll wait until the morning, right? I'll wait until the morning. I can't feel my gosh darn legs, but I'll wait till the morning. I'm like, if I wake up and everything's still the same, I'll call an ambulance. Like, dude, this was me a week ago. Right, like as as you're talking about, I'm just like, oh my god! Like this, if ever there's like a lesson to call for help, this guy with two thumbs, <laughs> right? Because wow. seriously, and and part of the reason I didn't want to do it was I didn't want to like panic anybody, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm like, look, I'm not panicking. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not panicking. I'm okay. Like I felt worse pain before. The pain's gone down now. Now it's just like I'm feeling my, le my right leg and I'm like, oh, I can't feel any of that. Like my, and I don't know if anyone out there or you guys have ever experienced like the loss of feeling in one of your limbs. Like, yeah. have no. you? Yep. Yeah. So, you know, it's really, really fucking weird, weird. Right. Like it felt like my butt was a deflated balloon and I've got a big guy's butt. So like literally felt like a deflated balloon as I'm laying on the floor 
and I'm feeling my leg because I'm trying to like do like a little bit of an assessment as to how I'm doing because I'm like, well, my brain might be lying to me. I could be dead. Like, I don't know what's happening. So I'm going to just look for blood and do the whole thing. So I'm like, I can't feel any of this shit. But at no time did I pick up my phone <laughs> to ask anybody for help. Instead, I lay on the floor until about, must have been like an hour, maybe a little bit longer, maybe close to two hours. I'm trying to shorten it so I don't seem as dumb, but the truth is it was probably between an hour and two hours where I'm laying on the floor, and I'm like, okay, but then I can start feeling my legs come back. So then as I felt my legs come back, I'm like, okay, but I'm probably going to need another surgery. So then I start crying. I'm like, I'm crying because I, I, I can't survive another surgery. And I'm not laughing because, seriously, this was scary. Um, but as the feeling, I started to get the feeling on my legs, and then my back stopped hurting so much, and I was like, okay, I think I can tell somebody now because I'm, I'm going to be able to get up. <laughs> So I still didn't tell anybody. So I went to bed, put myself to bed, because I could walk. I started walking. I was going really slow. like, And it's hard for me to describe it, because I don't normally walk like this. But I was hunched over forward, because I couldn't straighten up totally yet. Because whatever would happen in my back, just it wasn't, it wasn't allowing me to straighten up. And I was probably straight, but I just couldn't feel it. right? Because what happens is part of, part of my midsection went numb, too. And so, oh, wow. yeah, it was really strange. Anyway, I got into bed, and I said, okay, I got my phone right next to me in bed, so if I wake up and I can't, like, do shit or I'm hurting, I'm going to call an ambulance. So anyone out there, like, li literally, when I say reach out for help, reach out for fucking help. 200 episodes <laughs> yeah. of telling people to reach <laughs> out for help. Oh, yeah. man. 200, 200 plus episodes, <laughs> and I did not listen. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the host. <laughs> I know. Right? That's I, what we do as guys. I know, though, man. Right? We still have that first what thought. What is it? The genetics, Dude, I guess, or something ingrained. Just trained. Where it's like, yeah. nope. You know, I yeah. know I should do it, but I'm not going to do it. It's fucking ingrained in me, man. And it my dad so was weird. my dad was not abusive. But I got to tell you, his parents, his dad and his grandpa, they were. So, like, this stuff, like, travels, right? Like, through generations, through our DNA or whatever. But I'm just like, nope, I'm good. I can't even walk. Literally, what I did was, at one point, what I wanted to do was open my sliding door so Floyd could get out because he was going to start making noise. I scooched on my back using my arms to get to the door. But no, I wasn't going to call anybody. Like, Honestly, when I'm thinking about it as we're talking, I'm like, I'm really wishing I hadn't brought it up. Um, because I now, if you guys out there can't tell, all three of my friends are staring at me like, you're fucking loony. Like, they, they're definitely doubting my sanity. And probably not for the first time. <laughs> anyway, I made it. The whole point was, ask for help, Dave. <laughs> uh, you know what? There's probably something way back in our DNA and our ancestors, like... Some reptilian way, thing, way right? Way back, the reptilian brain, where yeah. it's like, you can't show weakness because all of a sudden, you're the weak one in the herd, and you're the one that's going to be left out to die in the wilderness, and... Right? I mean, there's probably some... You know theory. what I'm thinking? Because I know you guys, and I know lots of guys like you and girls who do the same job. I'm thinking, okay, the medics, they're, they're going to be like, oh my God, this person lives like a fucking hermit. And then the cops are going to come and they're going to be like, 
oh my God. Hey, we know see? you. Yeah, we, we know you. And did you see how this guy lives? Like, because I have like very little stuff in my apartment, right? So chances are they're going to be like, I'm pretty yeah. sure he was ready for this. Did you have pants on? <laughs> uh, I had shorts on. Okay, okay. But I'm not sure if they were clean, dude. Like, that, that worried me too. I thought about that. Because I'm like, uh, I don't want like one of my friends coming in here. Like, Didn't your mother ever tell you to always wear clean underwear? I know. Well, yeah, when you're, know when these things are gonna happen. When you're leaving right? the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even think about it in the house to have make sure I had clean <laughs> hey, shorts a theme on. Here. Like uh, always wear clean pants. Okay. <laughs> always wear clean undies. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you have to put undies on, because I don't wear them at home. It just so. takes that one extra excuse away not to call for help, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't get over how embarrassed I was. Oh my gosh. I know. I can't get over how embarrassed I was about the whole thing. Like, and just laying there and letting my embarrassment and my shame, just like, you know, when, when I was drinking, like I'd let that lead me to more drinking and like more negative behavior. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so weird. I just couldn't get past it. It's almost like, cause I, I think about it in terms of like suicide. Like if I was ever going to commit suicide, it's not going to be here. Like I am not having my friends around, right? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not planning it or nothing like that. So Put your pens away. Everyone out there, stop calling. Don't call anybody. I am not planning it. I'm just saying I would not do it where people know me. Mm. I would not want one of my friends to find me. So that that plays a huge role. And I think you learned a, le- a huge lesson. Don't jump backwards off the bridge, right? So. Exactly. <laughs> right? There you go. Dude, I can't jump you off no bridges, man. You know the funny thing I don't is, survive shit. You're talking about, like, a severe injury. Right? Well, it wasn't that bad. I'm well, fine. I mean, something where you broke your back, it's pretty severe. It's yeah, it's severe, right? Oh, but we we've all probably been in these situations where it's like mm-hmm. ow, 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 mm-hmm. and then you walk away and you don't want anybody to see. Like mm-hmm. like if you slash your hand open. I'm okay. It's good. Yeah. I'm okay, right? Yeah. You don't want anybody to see because you don't want that portrayal of weakness. Nope. Get a fucking cold though. I am the biggest. Baby oh, yeah. the with that cold. cold. Holy oh, yeah. shit, dude. Yes. Yes. I will kick up such a fuss and I I will not be happy until everyone around me is miserable. Dom sends with out the emails to his friends. I have a man cold. Please act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Isn't mm-hmm. that funny? Like, <laughs> no, we can snap bones <laughs> and have them protruding out of our skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just wrap it up and keep it. Just going. Rub yeah. some dirt on it. Nobody look at it. Mm-hmm. Get some sleep. Don't get look. Cold. It's embarrassing. Holy shit. Everybody gather around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come, come closer. <laughs> Give me soup. <laughs> I'm about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Give me soup. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the biggest hypocrite for that, though, because I do that when I get a cold. It's the, it's the man cold of the year. Mm-hmm. But then if somebody else around me is sick, I almost get annoyed. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, seriously? Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Like, I, I've already come down the stairs four times for you now. <laughs> yeah. Like, Dude, get it in empathy? one shot or don't get it at all. Where's your empathy? Right? <laughs> this is my family. <laughs> <laughs> and he loves them. I, like, <laughs> I do it. I help. But, like, in my brain immediately, I'm like, this is annoying. Yeah. Like, it's just, I just, like, have no patience for it. But when it's me, it's like, into this. I need all of it. Where's my AR-15? <laughs> I have a man called. Where's my assault rifle? But is there no end to this? This is some bullshit. I'm so Stupid afraid. Family. Let me hug my handgun. Uh, <laughs> all right, Dom, what's the next hand grenade, buddy? Yeah, dude. What do you got? Oh, God. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Oh. Uh, I think I'm out. I don't know. Ooh. You want to know? I am so, like, I can't believe for four years now, the same hand grenades bother me. 
Well, and he times Am it I perfectly. Am I not growing at all? One hour. <laughs> so he times it perfectly. Yeah. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Dude, don't apologize. <laughs> well, I apologize mostly for all the comments you're going to get on this podcast. So. i got to start thinking of these about like a year in advance. Start writing <laughs> yeah. down ideas. We, we've offended a great wide number of people. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, we're not trying to offend you, but like honestly, sometimes shit is just it's too much, man. It's too much. So remember, reach out because, you know, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I can't even get through it without laughing. I'm such a tool. Oh, my God. Well, you finally got it after 202, 203. Yeah. Yeah. You're there. Yeah. You made it. Congrats. We made it to where? Well, to now you can ask for help. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Apparently yeah. not. You're over 200 episodes, so you've reached that level now where yeah. you can ask well, for So help. you guys are assuming that because we've had so many times of me saying this message to people, yeah. I would understand it. Well, and also, I don't think also that's how it works for my brain. Because they <laughs> yeah. usually say that at the end as well. So it's kind of a double. I hear so what you're saying. So it's more like hearing it 400 times. I hear what you guys are saying. I'm just not sure years. my brain does that. <laughs> you can call any one of us. We'll bring you chicken nuggets. Like, we'll pick you up if we can. I mean, we're kind of old, so we might not be able to get you off. Honestly, I was, called a couple of us, so. I was more likely to call you guys than to call the ambulance. Yeah. Like, because I would have been like, hey, like, do I, you think I need an ambulance? Like, I would have described it to you. And then you guys would be like, no, nah, I just rubbed some fucking dirt on it, bro. Yeah. And then you guys would have hung up. You know, I, I, I just had this vision shoot through my mind of you on the ground. Remember, the, remember that scene in Dumb and Dumber? Which where he's one? on the ground in the restaurant. And he walks up and he goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and he points and he's laughing at him. <laughs> that, that would be me walking into your place. Yeah. That's exactly why I would have called you guys first. Because yeah. I'm, I'm envisioning is walking in and just stepping over you to go see how Lloyd's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I totally love that. Ah. That'd be great. But that's the shit I'm telling myself as I'm laying there. I'm like, dude, people are gonna come in here. It's gonna be ugly, man. They're gonna be making jokes like. Well, like an ambulance isn't yet. gonna come in and do that. <laughs> oh yeah, they you know will. that, right? Especially if I know the anyway. medics, they will. What's that? Yeah. Not to your face, anyway. Yeah, they'll, they'll make, they'll make jokes afterwards. No, I, well, it happened to my mother-in-law, and the, the medics made fun of her because she didn't want to go. She's like, "No, no, I'm fine." They're like, oh, do you normally just fall asleep on the floor? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, normally, that's what you do. Like, yeah. you know, just normally hang out down on the floor, and they're like, no, oh, like looking at each other, like. Oh. And I'd have been like, sometimes. <laughs> Stop <laughs> judging. Yeah. In the past. Would you come to my house day. to judge me? <laughs> You're here to help. Yeah. How's that working out for you, lying on the floor? <laughs> I like it. It helps my back. <laughs> yeah. Good lord, now. Yeah, she feeling better? Yeah, like I can still feel the. I can still feel where it happened. Yeah. Like it's like a knot in the center of my spine. Well, yeah. and the moral of the story is you went to somebody, you got some, you know, doctorly advice. Of course I did. <laughs> well, afterwards, of course I did. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. I asked um, after the fact. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure, like, um, that there probably wasn't anything damage okay. done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and having gotten to know my body, I was able to describe it to the nurse and say, and she seemed like it was okay. Mm -hmm. She goes, obviously, if... If I lose feeling in my legs again, that's a time to... An issue? Maybe I should ask for help at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. You, you yeah. kind of half got it. I have got it. Now, yeah. okay. just to get it beforehand, right? Yeah. Like that, because okay. there was a moment, trust me, where I'm laying on the floor, and I know you guys are probably not going to believe this, but I actually thought about tonight, and I'm just like laying there like, how am I going to tell those guys? Yeah, I've Maybe I won't tell them. 
What's that? I've already canceled once. I can't do it again. I yeah. Gotta well, I wouldn't cancel, but like, <laughs> I don't. I wasn't sure I was going to tell the story. Oh Because wow. it doesn't make me look very good. But whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what? Many, many episodes over 200 have not made me look very good. So what's this one? <laughs> so there you go. Ask for help. Ask for help. Ask uh, for help. We can't say it enough. Ask for help. Ask for That's help. Right. Ask yeah. for help. 